What up, everybody? Welcome to Keeping It 9450. Codename WBB. I'm Daniel Artes, your host. I got K-Dot here with me today. Hey, K-Dot, what up, brother? We are finally here. Our first year celebration, the season finale for season one of the podcast, man. How you feeling, man? What's up, brother? Yo, what up? What is? What's popping? Listen, man, I am excited. It's It's been a year. It's crazy. I'm just like super super happy that we were able to come together join forces and talk about the purest form of the game which is women's basketball so it's been a blessing it's been an exciting year we've met so many incredible people which we'll get into and completely ecstatic of and and proud of how we were able to get through a year through everything that we've gone through as co-hosts as family so extremely excited to you know kind of recap our year in review yeah exactly man we hey listen we got to give ourselves some flowers man we here bro we did it one year of this amazing podcast covering women's basketball and i didn't think that we was gonna last as long to be honest bro because it's tough covering women's basketball because of the lack of resources and it's tough but listen we made it right and let's really start from the beginning of the show right and how we started and and why we started this podcast i remember last year me and you came together talked about doing women's basketball and hey let's do a room on clubhouse right and so we did the room on clubhouse we marketed it really well and then everybody started coming into the room right it got crazy at first, man, right? And we really had to prepare. And one thing about the about the W community is that you better get them names right. <laughs> so, like, I remember when it came to Benajelani, I couldn't pronounce Benajelani's name for nothing. It was the toughest name. But once I wrote it down and I say it twice, store it for life, that's my motto when it's come to re- remembering people's names. And it's just, like, it's, it's crazy. Let's talk about that night on Clubhouse when we had, like, what, 1,500 people come tapping with us. Like, how was the experience from your standpoint? Man, that night was epic. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember it was a Thursday night. And we were starting to come into our own as 265 Media because we had the infamous Real Talk No Hot Takes rooms that was always popping. The format was always just not letting a lot of people come and talk and give casual takes, but Sitting back and and listening first before bringing people up, that was something that was really, really dope. And I feel like that conversation that we had, actually, I want to take it back maybe like a week before that. And I want to give a huge shout out to Christina Williams, because back then, to be honest with you, she had the hottest room as far as women's basketball was concerned. She had one of the hottest rooms um, nice. in, in Clubhouse, and she was gracious enough to to allow myself and, and, and DA on stage, and we talked about women's basketball, how dope it was, and we went into the politics of it, and I, I think that she felt intrigued to hear more of what we had to say ourselves. We wanted to hear a lot more about the WNBA, so we decided to create a Real Talk No Hot Takes room women's basketball edition. Yeah. And if it wasn't for UDA asking Christina for some grace, because we didn't, we we're known for not being biters. Like we don't want to bite anybody's style. We don't want to jack anybody's style. Like we respect everyone's flavor and we're not here to try to take anybody's shine. So DA respectfully asked 
Christina, if she not only if she will allow us to talk about women's basketball in our space, but also to be a special guest. I mean, we we got the who's who of WNBA independent media in that room that night. I mean, shout out to B. Terrell, shout out to Miles Ehrlich, shout out to Andrew out west who, who covers the Pac-12. There were a number of people that came into that room that night, man, and a number of people that we invited so that they can talk about the game. John W. Davis, one of the L.A. Sparks beat writers. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a, a good bit of names that came through and showed us love and not only the independent media showing us love we had some WNBA legends come in the room yes yes we sure so let's kind of talk about that right quick because there were so many names that just popped in even if they didn't step on stage to speak they they at least popped in I'm not going to get into I want to talk about the Katie Smith story a little bit later in this let's do a little bit of name dropping yeah let's pat ourselves on the back real quick man the names that popped in was uh, we had Katie Smith popped in Sylvia Crawley popped in, Nancy Lieberman popped in, Val Whiting popped in, Chastity Melvin popped in, yo, Lisa Leslie popped in for a little second. I was like, oh, come on the stage, but she just bounced out the room. But hey, listen, she saw the room, she heard us, and that was that. Ashley Battle, too, who popped in as well, and that pretty much led us to do this show. And we also got to shout out Ari Chambers, because... I think that with her and Christina Williams tapping into our room, it opened up the the clubhouse doors for whoever follows them to come in. And that engagement from them was pretty dope. But yeah, when Katie Smith popped in, I think that we kind of was like, oh, snap. That's Katie Smith, man. You always so calm and reserved. You got very excited, man. I wish that we had audio from there, man. I wish we did because you was in your bag when Katie Smith came into the room. We was like, yo, come on the stage. And she did come on the stage for a little second too, right? She did come on for a yeah, second. So yeah. that was really dope. And it gave me confidence to be like, all right, this is what I want to do. This is it. Because I already know you have more of a background than I do. My background, yeah, I was a practice player for the W for a little bit. But also... I wasn't really watching it like that. And I know that all ears was listening to what I had to say. And I kind of felt like when I did my research and and how we did the room, and I think that we came out and we showed everybody like, hey, these two dudes right here, KDOT and DA, are really here to make some moves in this women's basketball world. And I think that we did that, bro. The WNBA media, independent, national, it was real gracious with us and I, I really appreciate that and the whole Christina thing I had to call her I used to walk to public from my house to, to go food shopping staying in shape and in the middle of my walk I called her asked her like hey like I know you're doing what you do and I just kind of just wanted your blessing for us to do this room and and do the podcast and when she gave that to us that was like the validation when we talked about being stamped that kind of stamped us to to do the show because if she was like, oh, y'all got to do this. Y'all got to get better at that. We probably wouldn't have done it. We don't want to step on nobody's toes. We respect everybody in that space, and we, we didn't want to do that. So I, I kind of felt like we we had to go to the gatekeepers and, and get their blessing. And I think that also uphold our standards with the show. That's why with me, I do a lot of research. I got the notes going on all the time. Like I always make sure I'm on top of my game when it comes to that because I'm not only representing the network, right? I'm not only representing the podcast and you. I'm also representing everybody that gave us the okay to go ahead and do this show. So I take it real serious. And I really think that we really did what we had to do for our first year, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. And just quickly going back to the Katie Smith story, as DA, he, he's always right when it comes to how I compose myself or how I carry myself just from a cool, calm, and collected manner. But when it comes to living legends and me giving flowers to the the women, especially the women basketball players that I grew up watching and who are very deserving of it, it, it really gets me into a place where I I literally become a kid in a candy store. And when Katie Smith came in that room, I scrolled down. I just happened to see Katie Smith and I was like, hold on y'all. Wait a minute. Katie Smith just walked in the room. I think I'm hyperventilating. This is crazy. This is one of the all time three point shooters of WNBA history coming in our room. Can you please just come up and, and just say something? All I all I need is for you to say something. She came up for a little while. She said, oh, my goodness, this is so amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having this space. We need more spaces like this. We need more content to be talked about. And I'm glad that you all are able to do this. And I can't wait for more content to be dropped. And I think that was kind of like the light bulb, that switch that turned on. For you, DA, because literally afterwards you came to me and you was like, hey, what about bringing women's basketball onto the network? What kind of show could we do? And and if we do that show, would you want to be a part of it? So, of course, me being the fan that I am, me being the, the connoisseur of women's basketball that I am, I said, of course, yeah, for sure. And literally a couple weeks later, we created the WNBA show. That was the original title of our show. So I think just all in all, like that experience and that night definitely was the beginning of something special, the beginning of a of, of greatness and totally the beginning of a true dynamic duo and pick and roll partner in, in, in UDA. And I'm really uh, grateful that we were able to get this off the ground and we're still going strong. Like just one year, our network has risen. Lots of names, interaction from some pretty well-known people and people who actually want to come on the show still. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Me too. Definitely grateful for, for everything that we've done. Let's talk about our first show. We was covering the 2021 WNBA draft and the lead up to this show was important because we had to get it right from covering the NCAA tournament and seeing all those great players and, and everything and doing our pre-show, like the pre-production show, KDOT, when we was literally on the phone for about three hours. We did that twice. The second time, we're going to get to that. When it was time for us to lock in and get it together, we really did that, bro. And it was crazy, man. Oh, man I remember I was sending you like, like the clips that I've seen of, of players and, and scouting reports and, and, and everything. And I was just like, oh my God, it's too much. But um, like that first show, we really had to get it right, bro. We really did. Yeah. And what's funny about the first show was I, I remember vividly how you were doing your research and you call me like 
it was a random time during the day. And I was like, hold on, what's going on? What's, what's DA calling me for? And, and when I answered, you was like, hey, bro, I'm not even going to hold you. But this Awak Koyer out of Finland, she needs to be the number one overall pick. <laughs> and Word. I was like, I was like, for real? He was like, yo, I like DA was like, listen, I'm sending you Fillmore right now. You need you need to watch this. And and I saw the film and I was I was elated about how she played. And I even did like a little like a little video spoof paying homage to paid in full. Yeah. And <laughs> if we're able to kind of show that or have that clip play that like that, that would be dope because I, I really I mimic Rico's character. And <laughs> in the scene, he's talking about getting some business in D.C., but like for me, I kind of switched it up. Walk, walk need to go number one overall. B, yeah. like that was that was super dope that I was able to dub that. And with that draft, it, it was a it was a pretty interesting one. I know it took us three hours of pre production to kind of talk about it. Yeah, um, and but threw us for a loop because that was the. 2021 draft full of surprises it wasn't as deep as a draft as you wanted it to be but it was still something amazing uh regardless because we were able to cover it and we got some really good reception behind it a lot of people agree with our genius takes about how we felt about the draft of course uh we talked about kaiser gondrasic going number four and how surprising that was um coming out of west virginia and kind of know what the results of that it was after her first season, but overall, I mean that that draft show and our very first show was an amazing one, and I was super excited to get things started. And it was a it was a really it was a really good show to do just yeah. overall. Yeah, it really was, and it, it set the tone on everything. But I remember um, also like what days we was going to cover the shows and do our podcast, just recording on the Mondays. I was just always looking forward to it, man. It, it, it was fun. And we got to talk about our we are here moment. And what that is, the WNBA top 25 players of all time, right? That list was crazy because we came up with an idea when we realized that, okay, they just going to throw names out of there in alphabetical order. I'm like, Kata, let's stir the pot a little bit. Let's shake the table and let's rank him. And that's what we did. And we did a pre-show that was six hours long, man. Our pre-show was crazy because we literally had to go back and forth the way we decided to split it up. So now we did five podcasts on it because it's 25 players. We did five different shows. But for y'all that don't know, we actually recorded the podcast all in one day. So all we did was we did the five players in five player groups. And then we cut the the chat and then we came right back on. Like we started a whole new show. We did that between the pre-show and then the actual podcasting. We really put in about 11 hours of information for this one podcast. And it was, it was awesome. And it was, it was dope. And we got to also talk about <laughs> Don Staley, right? Because remember when we was doing our pre-show. Now, like I said, we did six hours of of pre-show, ranking the players and everything like that. But we really spent one hour on Dawn Staley alone, wondering if she was in the tw- the top twenty-five WNBA players of all time. Even though 
we followed the WNBA's criteria of the top 25. And obviously we know that she didn't, she was there for the top 15 or top 20, but the top 25, she wasn't on the list, but we still had to debate that. And it was time where we was like, yeah, we're going to put on, man, whatever. Forget it. It's our list. And they was like, all right, we got to stick to the script. We got to stick to the criteria. So it, it was hard leaving her off. But we both agreed that Dawn Staley is one of the top 25 women's basketball players of all time. That's what we agreed. Kate, like, like, take us through the moment when we realized, like, all right, this is us. This is, we here. We here as a podcast. Yeah, that, that night was a truly epic night. It was a Saturday night. We started the conversation at about 7, 38 o'clock. I think the pre-show didn't end until maybe about 2, 33 in the morning. It, it was something that was, at times, just going back and forth, just looking at the list. We didn't have a, so the unique thing about what we did is we didn't have a pool of names. We literally came up with these names, like, off the top of the dome, like, that's how that's how important it was for us to keep it organic, to to keep it ninety four fifty, because just looking at a pool of names that would have been too easy. That that would have been way too easy for us, and and we're two basketball savants that truly cater to the to the craft of the game itself, and and our knowledge is very important to us, and and the way we carry ourselves with our knowledge. Because we're not casual folks. Like, we we don't do the casuals. We don't do the hot takes. We don't do any of that. We are pure, knowledgeable basketball savants. And for us to come up with those names off the top of the dome, the, the reason why Don Staley came up first was because I said, I don't care what happens. She's staying on this list. I said that at 8 o'clock. By the time we had the hour of conversation we started that conversation at about 11 30 we didn't end that conversation until 12 30 and it hurt my heart to the core because when you compare dawn staley to other WNBA greats at that position there was no way you could put dawn staley over some of those other names from an accolades standpoint, from a stats standpoint, and from a WNBA standpoint. Everybody has to remember that Dawn Staley first came into the league in 99. She didn't start in 97 with the rest of, of the legends. So it was it was something that was so, so hard to, to let go because I feel like Dawn Staley is a is a beacon of of superior i mean a beacon of supreme kingdomness <laughs> for lack of better <laughs> terms like she is she is a true queen yeah within this basketball game and it it just hurt me so much to leave her off the list but the criteria was WNBA accolades WNBA stats and she just didn't have enough yeah of that. Now, when it came to just being one of the 25 greatest women basketball players of all time, that's coaching included. She is hands down top 25. Shoot, she's top 10 in my book from a women's basketball standpoint because of her impact to the game itself, not only as a player, but also as a coach. Mm-hmm. Overall you know, body so of work. That, yeah. Yeah. The full body of work, it catapults her. And to me, 
into the top 10. Now, this isn't, DA might agree, but I'm just speaking for myself, just from, from that standpoint. And, and it just hurt me so much to leave Dawn off of the top 25 greatest WNBA players of all time. It just hurt me so much. I, I even had to take five or six minutes to, to pour a drink because like it, it, it hurt that much. Like I lit, I literally poured a drink and DA was like, hold on. Whoa, you drinking? You supposed to be working. I was like, man, we just had to take one of the greatest point guards off the list. That's something that you couldn't, <laughs> you, you could just, you, you couldn't just take lightly. So that I think like for sure, that was our, we here moment because the way we, the way we had it set up, the way we, threw it out there and the way the 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 people reacted yeah. was just incredible i'm talking about a week long uh, a week long journey of twitter notifications being flooded i mean we're going dms going crazy dms going crazy going back and forth like what what the respect is a lot of casuals a lot of fans they want to call you out publicly. Yeah. We didn't get it all. We didn't get a lot of that. We got a lot of DMs, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we got a lot of DMs, man. Like it, and that's that's the difference because like to me and I'm looking at it from a social media standpoint and from a branding standpoint. If somebody wants to call you out, like they they won't hesitate at all to call you out publicly on Twitter. We know this from WNBA Twitter. We experience it. <laughs> No, 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 no. We know this from the committee, <laughs> if we being honest. And shout out to the committee, man. You love what they do. And I love that they keep people's feet to the fire. And I even tweeted them one time, and I was like, honestly, like they make me want to always stay stay on top of my game when it comes to covering women's basketball. Because I don't want to be, ever be shown on the Summer Jam screen with the committee, ever. That's my only motivation. I don't want to be in Dolores Crosshairs. Nah, I'm good. Nope, I ain't messing yeah. with that. But like the the feedback though we we got was was pretty damn good. Uh, I enjoyed it when we when we decided to rank the list because we was the first ones to do it. We was the first ones to do it to do the ranking. And then some people was like, "Yo, why y'all ranking? Why we just can't celebrate these players as as who they are instead of y'all just want to rank it?" Well, I was like, I, I don't I don't follow how we do when we talk real basketball talk. No hot takes, right? So we don't talk about what goes on off the court. When it comes to basketball, when it comes to it, right? And we just strictly keep it on the court. That's why our show is called Keeping It Ninety Four Fifty, right? I remember I was talking about that, and then I got blasted, and I was, and they was like, "Well, we we need the stories in, in, in women's basketball. We need the 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 drama or whatever." So I was just like, "Okay, well, I will just um, <laughs> we'll just rank the list." So when when it came out, when we ranked the list, and people was like, "Why y'all doing that? We shouldn't rank the list. We should just um just let it be." It's like, nah, this is what y'all wanted. So this is what we gave y'all. But it was it was fun. It was fun from the six hours we did preparing for that show and the other five hours we did recording it, breaking it down for those five hours. It was it was pretty fun, man. Um I enjoyed it me a lot. But let's 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 move on and talk about our guests. Our first ever guest was uh Shavante Zealous, right? And that was a cool show, and I'm so thankful that she came on. Me and her go back 
from my days working with her at the Fever. And then she also stamped me saying, was like, yeah, you coming to our practice working out with us was the reason why we won. And I go in there, tune up a couple of players. I came in there with the intensity <laughs> of like, I don't care who you are, male or female. I'm here to compete and make y'all better. And that was that. And that was that was cool when they won the championship that year. And I felt like I was one of the one of the players because I was there daily. So for Shavante to come on the show was fun. But we got interrupted one time during that interview. <laughs> yeah, K Dot come in. K Dot I, I, I did the interview solo. And K Dot, he comes on happy as hell with this big old smile on his face. I'm telling y'all everybody. For those that know KDOT in women's basketball uh, circles, y'all know this dude just be, you know, so calm, monotone or whatever. Yo, this dude, he turns up a whole octave. And this is like the first time I, I've heard him like that. The second time I ever heard him like that was when we did a show on, on my other podcast when we was talking about the dipset versus locks versus or whatever. He was just loud the whole goddamn time. But when, like, Shavante was on and KDOT just coming to the Zoom out of nowhere for like a, a, a minute and a half – and basically was just showing a lot of love. It, it was it was funny. So K Dot, like, what what's what's wrong with you, man? Like, what tell me what's wrong with you, brother? What's up, man? <laughs> listen, listen. You're you're working with incredible people. And when you're when you have the chance to interview again, when you interview legends, people that you've seen play the game with so much grace and so much authority, a player like Shavante Zealous. She's she she's one of them ones. Yeah, yeah. Like she one of them ones, and for her winning that championship for that year, she was one of the most prolific scorers um, on that team. And just to see her, and for her to to throw the smile at me, I couldn't help but to throw <laughs> the smile right back. And I remember having an interview that day. I was I was conduct I was going to be conducting an interview, and, and Da was like, "Yeah, I got Shavante Zellis coming on at four. Like, if you want to want to drop in, feel free to. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get there. So I get there. She's there. It's it's like every, <laughs> it's like with every guest or legend that we talk, that we talk to. And I feel like Shavante Zellis is a legend because nobody, nobody talks um about that, about how special that Indiana Fever team was like. I feel like they they should have a little bit more recognition, a little bit more flowers for for that squad because that was a that was a real deep squad. That was a dope squad. I remember you telling me Brian January got hit and she got right back up and was like, "Yeah, that's the that's the comp I'm I'm talking about right there. Keep doing that. That's the toughness that you saw in, in that Fever team." So to see Shavante that day, I was just completely excited. I, I couldn't help it. I was the pearly whites were, were all over the place. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not, I just came to interrupt for about a minute. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say hi. I, I, I had to come on. So I know that it was real. Yeah. She was like, yeah, man, it's real. Like, I, I appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate y'all doing this for us, for the game. Like when she stamped that for us, like that was, that was, that was solidified as well. We got so many solidified type, you yeah. know, situations. So. Yeah, we did. We did. So we had other, our next guest we had was, we had Erica Alila and we had Monica McNutt on the show at the same time. So yeah. like me, me, I invited Erica to come on the show because we, I remember, I remember when I was at work and she was doing her uh, Spotify live rooms, 
I would just come in at work. While during my, while I was at work, I had my headphones in with my hoodie on. It's summer; it's hot as hell in the warehouse where I was at. Well, I was like, nah, I can contribute and and talk women's basketball. So that's what I did, and I was just liking what she was saying. And I was like, well, I hit her up on the DMs, like, hey, I got Monica, I got Monica McNutt coming on the show. Love for you to come on and, and with us, right? Yo, this is crazy, right? So when we did the show, K Dot, I don't know what happened. I lost all my notes. I lost I all that. my notes. I didn't know I what to do. That. I don't know how I lost them. And we had to just do the show just like that. So, like, with, with Erica, Erica, Erica carried us <laughs> that day. And shout-outs to her because she carried us that day. Even though I was able to still, like, I was able to go into my mental Rolodex and, and also was typing stuff, writing stuff down on my phone. Like, all right, cool. I remember that. I remember that. And I, we was able to put together a real a, a real solid show. And, and kudos to, to Monica for coming on the show because, like, she she was reaching out to us. Like, hey, I like what y'all doing. I'm like, all right, shit. Come on. I mean, damn. Come on the show. <laughs> come on the show. Every time somebody like what we, every time somebody said they like what we was doing, yo, come on the show. Simple as that. Let's talk. That simple. Let's talk it out. So it was really, it was really dope. But we got to talk about the other guests we had. I'm thinking about saving this. Nah, nah. We're going to talk about her right now. Cindy Brunson. Yeah. The legendary Cindy Brunson. Yeah. Listen, that was another one that, that solidified it. Like, oh, I'm telling you, we got a whole bunch of, <laughs> we got a, we got a whole bunch of people that solidified us, man. Like it's. Nah, nah. Man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off, man. I normally have podcast etiquette, man, but Kate, I go, hey, Cindy, how you doing? Cindy go, ooh, I love your voice. <laughs> the whole time, man, I was like, hold on, man. I, my voice is deeper than K-Dots or whatever. <laughs> Yo, that was listen, hilarious, man. That was hilarious. I put a, listen, I put on the quiet storm that night because that's Cindy Brunson. When I'm in a zone, like, yeah. it's a it's a crazy zone. And Cindy Brunson was, was one of the guests that I said I was going to be like, Nah, I gotta keep it cool. I'ma just stay, I'ma stay chill. I'm not gonna be doing all the smiling and the high octave. So I was like, yo, keep your composure on that one. Mm-hmm. But as soon as she said, Ooh, I love your voice. Yeah, all I swear that. that 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 all that went out the window. That that high octane, yeah, like all Dude. of that went out the window. <laughs> that was that was so funny, but that was a, a really good show because we was talking a lot about athletes unlimited. And I would say that was the Best month of our podcast when we Ever. were Athletes Unlimited, like by far the best month. It was dope. I was able to go in the rooms and talk to all the players like that. Natasha Cloud, what up? You have the open invite on the show. Stop playing. Come on the show. Lexi Brown, you too. DJ Carrington, you too. And Tiana um, Hawkins, shout yeah, out yeah, Tiana. Tiana. Of course, her and uh, um, Kalani Brown too, and Isabel sure. Harrison too. Like it, it's Taj Cole. Yeah. Like let, let's just let's just call them just call them all out. Yeah, just, call, right. just bring them on. CC Andrews. Like come on. Yeah. Uh, our home girl. Yeah, Rebecca. Yeah. Gotta, gotta come on. Yeah, definitely. But we did have one when I was Mrs. Intangibles, Lauren Manis. Yeah, and we enjoyed that show. That was that was a fun show. She was really cool, gracious with her time, and it was like the day after AU too. So it was like five, and it was early for her to do it. But you yeah, know, real she, early. She came on, and it was a it was a really good show. It was fun. We got to know a little bit more about her. I mean, her background and everything like that. So that was fun to have them on the show. And also, got to give a shout out to uh, Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops, man, right? She said she's coming on the show. So I was like, all right, cool. I know that. She's going to come on the show in the future. I know that she's tied up, but I cannot wait for us to do that show. That's going to be so much fun. It's going to be lit. 
And yeah, it's, it's going to be dope, man, as we keep on moving on to year two. And what, one more thing. Sorry to cut you no, off. you good, right bro. There. Go Shout out to Pokey Chapman. And that's what I was about to get at, too. You know what I'm so saying? So I'm, I'm going to let, let you hands it a rock right quick. I'll just, all right, I'll just pass it to him in the post. <laughs> well, Pokey, man, what more can you say? That's her. I had to tell her, like, yo, my, yo, my father used to have the biggest crush on you. Like, this is you. We here with, with you. And, and how she gave her opinion on the entire AU experience from her side, it was stuff that we didn't even know about. Like, yeah, yeah they, had, they had one main captain, but they also had a second captain that was helping the other captains out. And also, like, how she was actually tussling with some, some of the captains on how practices should be run or whatever. That was pretty interesting. She didn't say no names, which is cool, but... It was it was pretty it was pretty dope to hear her insight from from that experience for Athletes Unlimited. Yo, yo, that still was the the best month ever. Yo, we felt like we was like Athletes Unlimited like sponsors or something like that or whatever the way. But it was fun, like from the app to the gameplay to the format of the games to how it was with the point system. Like that was dope. And we really we really we really enjoyed that. Right. And so like. As we round this show up, like what what is your expectations for like year two? Like what you what what we moving on to? Like what we doing? Yeah, bigger and better plus travel. Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, bro, (laughs) that's a great point right there. And I feel like we can definitely, you know, do that once we once my back heals up. For those that don't know, I have a ruptured disc in my back. So normally, I have the strength to sit up and podcast today because. I'm on that tramadol right now, 800 milligram of ibuprofen, which is pain. But normally I've been podcasting for my stomach. It's been rough over, what, month and a half now. So, like, once my back heal, we're going to definitely be out and about and being seen so people can know who's behind keeping the 9450 and everything. They know the names and they know the voice, but I want them to see us up close and personal and, and talk, in this, talk in this game like that. And we're going to be doing a lot of stuff in year two. We're going to be doing some live podcast like that um we got this other little sub show called off the bounce where we'll be doing like different podcast shorts on certain players and, and things like that we're going to be doing more storytelling with uh hoopers unhailed getting to like the more deep storytelling because that's what is is needed right now so we got some dope ideas i'm not going to give everything out or whatever or incorporate we're going to have some fun with it man but yeah just to the listeners i want to say thank you for supporting what we've been doing and keep rocking with us, man. The pod, the, the numbers are there on the podcast streams. We nearing 10,000 downloads like real soon. And it's been, it's been awesome, man. So what else you got Kate up before we go? Listen, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's rocked with us over this past year. It's been an amazing journey and it'll continue to be amazing. Shout out to all the friends that we've made. Shout out to everybody who um, continues to believe in us. Shout out to the allies that continue to allow us to do what we do to provide premium content to the to all of the listeners out there. Uh, we're truly, truly grateful, especially myself. I'm truly, truly grateful. I want to thank you, DA, for giving yourself the opportunity to say, listen, I'm going to take a step back. I want to get to know more women's ba- women basketball players. I'm going to do more to help catapult and be an allyship to women's basketball and, and you've done that you've even gone as far as saying that publicly you're going to be working with women's basketball full-time like that's that's that says a lot as as much experience you have 
not only in professional basketball, but just the NBA period with your 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 lineage and, and family, you know, tree history um, with the NBA. I mean, this is just truly amazing. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking taking me on and, and us getting into the to the weeds and, and into the grind of of supporting and, and being advocates for women's basketball. Oh man, I'm about to cry. No, I'm not. Yo, nah, seriously though, thank you too, man. This, this is what happens when two people that want the same thing come together and produce some magic. So happy anniversary to our first our first year of podcast, man, and many more. With that being said, man, hey, listen, season one is officially over. We're going to move on to season two, bigger and better things. We're going to have some more fun, some more interviews, some more talking about the game that we love. And with that being said, we're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening to Keeping It 9450 WBB. You can follow us at Keeping It 9450 WBB. With that being said, love is love. Peace. Peace out.